Not-So-Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL with Rob and Yanis. Hello and welcome to Not-So-Fantasy Football and Uzo Radio. Here we have Yanis and Rob. How you doing, man? I'm fine. And uh, we just have a goal from United, Man United, right? Yeah, time stamping this. This is the, the, exactly. the second goal for Man United. It's 9.27 in the UK. And uh, it is Ronaldo, of course, of course. It is Ronaldo, assisted by Rashford. Yeah, nice nice goal, actually. Um, cut back from Rashford. So Bruno, Ronaldo and Rashford return for United already. Yep. And uh, Smith Rowe for Arsenal. Yeah. Good. I will pretend that I'm not taking part in the game. So I will be talking about the game as an external an observer so um, there's a guy here whose team has got uh, 35 points I think here he was crazy enough to captain Kane yeah. uh, so he's uh, 35, 36, 37 and out, oh no 40, 40 yeah because he got two Players from his bench, oh, Ben nice. White and uh, Brown Brownhill. Ben White, yeah, lucky, lucky batter. Losing right? points by the He's minute, so right? Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only returns have been uh, Yoris with his clean clean sheet, uh-huh. which apparently is the only good choice he's done from the beginning of the season. No, I completely agree. I think Loris is a good pick. Yeah, he he is a good pick. And uh, Salah, obviously, I mean, I, I don't consider that as a return because it's actually more of a loss. Yeah, true. Since he was not a captain. But yeah, th- those were the only two players. Yeah. So it's getting better and better every week. It was three last week. Now it's two. Fantastic stuff. What about you? Shock me. Shock me with your seven, eight returns. Does, um, does it count that Kane got four? Does that count as a return? Because he, oh, yeah, definitely. Because he's, he's a captain, it doesn't count. Yeah, because because it, it's better than Antonio who got his yellow card on the ninety fifth minute. That's true. There you go. Exactly. I don't know what you're worrying about. No, no, no. He, he's doing great. He's doing great. I'm seventy five points, not quite all out. <laughs> uh, I've still got Smith Rowe and Ramsdale playing, although Ramsdale's points seem to be going down and up, um, and Smith Rowe's for that point as well because he's losing his bonus points. Um, to these Man United players, it's a oh, isn't the goal. Um, it's a it's been an interesting game week, right? I've been like quite fascinated by some of the games. Oh, it's a it's an equalizer. Yeah, I know it's coming. We'll, we'll explain that as it comes. But yeah, fascinating okay, game week. Okay. First of all, Leicester Norwich. No, Leeds got a one 0 win with a Rafinha penalty. Leeds scored on the ninety fourth minute. No, it was a penalty. Uh, there's a cross. Cooper made a header and then Gay uh, had extended his hand and it was it was a, a bad uh, it wasn't intentional but it was really kind of an awkward position for his hand to be I remember a similar situation uh, with uh, Dyer against Newcastle last season and that was even even worse because it, he had his back turned so in this one Gay actually did look at the ball while he was doing it Exactly. The thing is, he can see the ball and he's using his arm for the swing, for the momentum, not for the attacking the ball. But his arm is moving towards where the ball is going to be if it's going to be a goal. 
like that is exactly where the ball is going to go if it's going to go going for a goal it's going to come off his head and it's going to go towards the goal and yeah. his hand is stretched in that direction so it's an unnatural position which i get why it was given as a penalty it's quite harsh because it was such close range and when you slow it down it looks clear and obvious but actually in full run of the game i can't honestly say that i anticipate he was trying to stop that ball from going in the back of the net um but it was a good penalty from Rafinha, right yeah it was a good i mean he was he was afraid, I think, that he would miss it. So he tried to to send um, Gaeta in the wrong uh, side. But Gaeta didn't go. But at the same time, Gaeta didn't even uh, <laughs> didn't even go to the ball. It was it was an awkward uh, penalty. But it's the tension of the moment, the ninety fifth minute, and uh, unfortunately for Palace, it's a, a long list of games that they've missed points or or. You know, from in injury time, it's it's really sad for them. I think I I can when I get sober by the after this horrible <laughs> run from my team, I'll try to do some research. I think they've conceded like four or five goals after the 88, 89th minute. Sounds about right. Yeah, so it's it's um it's one of those weeks for them. But for Leeds, it was a a, a really important win. Yeah, because they are now kind of getting away from danger uh-huh. and uh, things are going the way from now on I think because Bamford's coming back slowly Ailing is coming back slowly They're, they don't have fitness yet they, they will need some time they've got four awful fixtures though they do which is a good time for them to come back that's I, I believe that it's for Leeds it's good yeah. to, to have those fixtures they don't they won't be under pressure of winning. Mm-hmm. They will just bring the players back slowly. And then after that, when the run is decent, they might yeah. start getting the points they need. Yeah. Because it does look like a good run after that. It's uh, Villa, Burnley, West Ham, Newcastle, Villa again. So, um, yeah, they could. Okay. I think Villa are a lot better side. A lot better. Uh, yeah, a much better side. Sorry for the English, um, but yeah. yeah, they're definitely a much better side than they have been, and not a team to target anymore. But um, this lead side can get points. I'm still yeah. not quite sure I'm going to keep Rafinha though for, through those four tough fixtures. Yeah, the, you're right. The um, Villa is a much much better team um and uh i don't know if watkins is is becoming an option uh especially with ings being out i think they're going back to the the original the villa that we we kind of but the buendia is really bad i think that that's a a big issue for them but the team seems organized and selfish he's so selfish yeah they had a lot of chances towards the end of the game and they should have equalized like they really should have equalized i do think there probably was a penalty but there's the weird rule where if you get a shot away then you're not deemed to there's this sort of unwritten referees rule that if you manage to get a shot away and it's off target and you get fouled in the process yeah and you you've not lost the advantage so it always seems to happen and never makes sense but if he goes down and doesn't get his shot away then it's a penalty they're like yeah, I will look at it and give a penalty. 
Um, yeah. Because Ake makes contact with him and doesn't make contact with the ball, and that makes him put his shot wide. But um, the way it is is that there was also another chance for the player who I'm definitely going to say the name wrong, but he's a player from Northampton uh, Academy called Chuck Wemmaker. That's a bad way okay. of saying his name because that's not right. But that's the last. Uh, that was the last chance of that game. Um, but yeah, what an amazing finish from Bernardo Silva! Like, oh, that was beautiful, absolutely unreal. He's in such great form. He's he's a a really good player. This season, he's uh, remember we've been saying that from the beginning of the season. He's yeah. almost he was almost gone. And now he's the one who's kind of replacing KDB. Yeah, definitely. Boring uh, a lot, and he's he's so good. He's so good. City was really weird. The, the formation again, the, the personnel. Yeah. Uh, we will have that a lot, I'm afraid, during... Not at their uh, best. Definitely not at their best. No, definitely not. A, a really nice shot by Diaz, but of course it, it kind of hits... Uh, yeah. Was it Target? I don't know. Or Mings? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. As he took because it, yeah. at first I thought that Martinez was a, had a terrible reaction, yeah. but it, it just deflected. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a mistake. Definitely, definitely. Uh, at the same time, we had the Liverpool domination. Completely. I mean, they're dominating e- every game. Mm-hmm. Why not the against a, a really oh, toothless. It's Everton. a really poor Everton team. This, yeah. this is really, uh, you know, we're getting into sacking territory. We've seen quite a few managers sack this season already, and I don't want to see people lose their jobs because no one wants that. Uh, but considering his sort of slightly negative reception when he came in because of the fact that he was a, uh, you know, a figure for their rival, for Liverpool, and, you know, what he did there and all those sorts of things... I think he's one of the best managers they can get with the financial troubles that they're currently in. And for those who aren't aware, they currently are in a deficit of about 250 million in the financial fair play due to massive transfer fees for players like Gilfie Sigurdsson and uh, Richarlison and Hames and all these sorts of things. So they're in some serious financial trouble where they need to basically sell a hell of a lot of players in the next two or three years. And they've got a manager on a pretty good deal who is as good as they can really financially afford. Yeah. And they, they really can't afford to sack him. Yeah. I, yeah. We'll see how it works. Liverpool seems Liverpool in really, really great form. Mm-hmm. And uh, Henderson is, a, is in very good shape. And uh, he's helping a lot this right side. Been talking about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the change of tactics. Arnold, TAA, and Salah really gained from Henderson being so good. Yeah. But the other good news is that Robertson is back. Yeah. He's... And uh, although TAA is really owned, uh, he might be a good option for people if, I don't know, if they don't want to go that expensive because TAA yeah. is really. It's a million less now, isn't he? So Robertson he is, seven, is, TAA TAA is, eight. is officially eight and yeah. Robertson is seven. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there is some saving there. Uh, I think TAA is still the better option, but you're, you're spending a million more. And in, yeah. in all honesty, 
I'd just stick with TAA because me too, me too. And and the the cases of someone having none of them and trying to pick one from yeah. now are very rare. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you do have, I wouldn't drop him. Is the double Robert. Mm, it's it's too expensive as a whole, I think. And and uh, you have Jota the same price, almost same price, seven point nine. Yeah. So I think that it's not worth it. Definitely, definitely. Chelsea fixture was a a, a lucky win, as uh, Tuchel named himself. it as it. Yeah, exactly. Very lucky win. Watford is here to stay. I think. I mean, they're they're playing like uh, West Brom when they were threatening. You remember that, that there was yeah. that month that they couldn't lose easily. It's a very similar situation. There's a lot of fight, and Emmanuel Dennis keeps racking up points. It's he's, he was injured. He's in my team. He's in my team. You've already signed him. Great. He was injured, and he just keeps racking them points up. I don't yeah. quite understand what's going on, but he is uh, he's looking good. Yeah. Yeah, we were thinking about Sar being the only choice, but now we've got the two strikers. Or yeah. even better at the moment. Agreed. And after the City fixture, which is obviously not an easy one, but you, you never know with them. No. Because they've, they've got, got four fantastic fixtures. Yeah. Fantastic. Brentford, Burnley, Palace, Wolves. Then they go, they play West Ham at home and, then, and Spurs. And then it's Newcastle and Norwich. Mm-hmm. So till the break, till 21st of January, they've got only two tricky fixtures I'd say West Ham and Spurs both yeah. at home which is yeah. fantastic I mean it's, those players uh, can score in any game why not in all those yeah. 10 it, it's it's great it, uh, I think that they're fantastic assets and because they're rising in price every single minute yeah. uh, I bought him last night 5.3 he's already 5.4 Dennis He's going to go. I mean, if he scores against Man City, he's going to go by 5.6, 5.7 by Christmas for sure. That's the thing. They've got this fight. They've had a really bad run of fixtures. And you wonder if they've just got that fight when they're playing the good teams and they're a good counter attacking team and that's kind of working for them. Um, or whether it's something that is changed, you know, fundament- has changed fundamentally within Watford. And this run of Brentford, Burnley, Crystal Palace is going to be a really good run for them. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think we've just got to, for me, um, it's not like a pressing buy. Like, you don't need to buy a Brent- uh, Watford player. But Brentford have now got a tough run of fixtures. Uh, well, it's not as good. So it might be worth considering getting onto your you know, swapping over from those Tonys and uh, Waymos onto yeah. some, some of the Watford. I had a known playing striker and because I've been hurt by the weak bench, yeah. apart from other stuff, <laughs> uh, I thought that I can't afford to have like 0.8 million in the bank yeah. and a non-playing striker. So my one of the two transfers was an easy choice. I didn't need Dennis, but yeah. I needed a playing striker and he he was the only one to get to, and he's a great pick. So, Rightly so. yeah, it was yeah. it was a no brainer. I think he's uh, yeah a great quality pick. But yeah, Chelsea rested uh, Reese James as we sort of predicted a couple of weeks yeah. ago. 
Uh, I said I didn't want to get rid of Azpilicueta because I could guarantee that he would um, play the easy game and Reese James would play the two difficult games. Yeah. And it looks like that's going to be the case. But it doesn't matter because Azpilicueta didn't get a clean sheet anyway. So No, that's true. I'm not crying too much. Um, I am crying more about the fact that Diaz scored the week after I sold him than Azpilicueta <laughs> playing the week after I sold him. Yeah. Um, going back to the, the Norwich-Newcastle, that was the game that I was talking about at the beginning that was a bit rubbish um, and a bit of a letdown. It was a quality goal from Timo Puki. Um, but considering Newcastle had gone down to one, uh, gone down to 10, then got a red card, uh, sorry, then scored the goal with a penalty for Callum Wilson, it very much seemed, you know, like Norwich should definitely be winning this game. And they just about didn't lose it. Yeah. Which is for one of their most winnable games of the season with a red card in the first 10 minutes, you've got yeah. to worry about them. Yeah. Well, what, what I'm, uh, it's strange. I mean, Newcastle are definitely one of the worst teams, um, mm. if not the worst at the moment. But they're not as bad as usually the bad teams are in a season. So mm. I think there's a lot of competition down there. We had Fulham. Um, three for Man United. Yeah, <laughs> we had Fulham, uh, who was, um, you know, who at the beginning until Christmas they couldn't even get a draw. Yeah, and West Brom as well. So there's there's a lot of, uh, I think that it's a different year. I'm not sure if Newcastle is going to be last at the bottom of the table. I'm not sure if Norwich is going to be anymore. There's a lot of of compete, I I think that they're kind of showing that. Oh, it's Ronaldo again, right? Yeah, fantastic penalty. They're showing that they're trying to to stay up, and for me, that's important at the moment. Mm-hmm. Not for their assets, but we can't aim against them as much as we did. I kind of disagree. I th- I still think they are fundamentally the worst team in the league. I can't think of anyone worse than them. I, it's true, but we were targeting them without any thought. Like, true. let's get the strike. Let's say get Chris Wood because he's playing against Norwich. Yeah. Let's get Jimenez because he's playing against Norwich. That's not the case anymore. That's what I mean. Yeah, they're and, more and organized we, and they're less likely they're to lose. They're more organized. Big it's not that they're going to survive it, but they're not yeah. that bad as a team that you definitely want three players that play against them every week. True, and in, I think personally, the Newcastle transfer window will be really telling as to what happens as, exactly as to how Newcastle season works. So, I don't yeah. think we can bank on them being down as it stands, not yet, but I think we can almost guarantee there'll be goals against them. Um, because even though they look more feisty and more up for a game, they are still conceding. Okay, the goal that Pookie scored was quality, but um, yeah. And a nice cross from your man Janulis, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a good game. Going back to and then the, we had three ties. The two two yes. Southampton Leicester. Mm-hmm. Southampton is go- doing well, mm-hmm. unexpectedly well, but they're not safe. No. So we need to keep an eye on them because we thought that they were, you know, one of those teams that are just cruising out of uh, danger 
but they're down below they're there and uh, it's okay to have those clean sheets but now that they're not coming i don't know che adams is back he was yeah. very lively lesser is uh, so bad so for me lesser the interesting one with the clean sheets i don't think lesser have had a clean sheet since game week one no, I think they haven't. Yeah, you're right. They conceded every single game. Every single game. One. Yeah. So you could arguably, if you've got any of the, you know, it's Villa, Newcastle, Spurs, Everton, City, Liverpool. If you've got anyone playing for any of those teams, and it's Leicester, they're, they're a playing asset, yeah. definitely. Because yeah. even though Leicester do score, Madison is looking quite dangerous. Um, they seem to have worked out what's going on up front at the back they're still conceding easy goals and from the Southampton point of view I think one of the most interesting things about me for Southampton this week is actually watching how uh, Hasenhutl plays because he is actually one of the main disciples of Ralph Ragnarok and Mm. he is one of the one Ralph's style is apparently going to be far more like Hasenhutl's potentially Tuchel's but more like Hasenhutl's than any other manager in the league, more than Klopp. Um, yeah. With the four-four-two, he's the father of the four-four-two, or the four-two-two-two. Um, and Hasenhutl was one of his proteges that worked under him at uh, Leipzig and uh, Salzburg, I think. Okay. No, did I say Hasenhutl? Did I say Ragnarok? Hasenhutl Ragnarik. worked under yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh, this Southampton team can score goals. They're very good at rotating cheap players. Uh, which is Ragnarok style, and yeah, it's uh, they they're making uh, players that cost very little uh, worth a hell of a lot, and they're selling them yeah. for profit. And it's it's a, a system that keeps working for them. And Hasenhutl seems like the perfect manager for that system. Yeah, so, uh, we had a, a a boring draw between Wolves and Burnley. Oh God! But I mean, if you had Defensive assets from there, yeah, it, it was a great night for you. Yeah. Charlie Taylor again with bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the wolf, the run is over. So I don't know. What do you do? Try to sell? Probably. Sell, sell, sell. sell. Get Probably. They... And the other draw was that the, I was watching that game mostly, the West Ham Brighton. Yeah. It's one of those suicidal games for West Ham missing so many chances Antonio is very unlucky I can't I can't understand why people are saying that oh he's a flop we need to sell he is very unlucky it's not that he's not part of he's always there he had an assist that ended up with the hit the post he had another assist to Rice he had a fantastic shot Sanchez Mm -hmm. saved it a really good save uh, of a header Mm -hmm. so He's, he's there. Of course, he's not scoring, and that's a huge problem. Uh, but at least his four million cheaper than Kane. So he's not my biggest problem. Yeah, true. Um, they looked... The goal was fantastic from Morpé. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, Brilliant. I just don't understand how he is the player he is. He's a myth. Yeah. Like, he's a sort of player that can be awful for weeks, score a worldie, and then go back to being awful for weeks. Uh, yeah. And like so much so that he's not even reliable as a starter for this team. Of but course. 
he might get into a fight with his coach. His I love manager. it. I, I love it. I really do love it. Um, it was really unlucky for West Ham. And it's just, this was one of the games in this tough run where you thought if they're going to pick up a point, they need to pick up, yeah. you know, they, they should be going for the win in this one and taking the losses yeah. around it. And uh, they haven't managed it. So Chelsea up next for them. And I don't think I'm going to be getting... It gets really better after that, though. It gets very... It's it's decent. Yeah. Um, Burnley, so Arsenal, it's, Northampton, it's Burnley, Arsenal, yeah. Norwich, Southampton, Watford, Palace, Leeds. Man United, Watford. Again, it, it's it's quite good. Yeah. Uh, so if you're holding up to one of those assets, I think that just, just keep them for one more week. It's not Definitely. that bad. Uh, Against Chelsea, it's one of those games that it might go crazy, like a 2-2, two, 3-3. Two, three, three. You yeah. never know, and you might get all from one of those players. I don't think against Chelsea it would be the 2-2-3-2. Two, two, three, three. Against Arsenal, it could be the 2-2-3-3. Two, two, three, three. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It, it could be, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Chelsea, I, and they're pretty solid at the back still. And I'd be surprised. West Ham have been really up for the London derbies this season and last season. Uh, under David Moyes. So I would be surprised if they didn't give Chelsea a good game. Yeah. I still think Chelsea will be tight at the back. Yeah. So we've got the today games tonight. Yeah. Uh, was a Spurs comfortable win. Uh-huh. Very comfortable win. Son was the main force. Yeah. Uh, it looks comfortable on the, court, on the score sheet, definitely. Um, the goals come, came from Harry Kane dropping deep, you know. He, yeah. he, he provided the assist for Reggion's assist, um, which yeah. is the cane we know. And uh, Aubameyang's just missed a sitter, like another sitter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Kane had a couple of one-on-ones that he really should be finishing. And the Kane of seasons past would have absolutely had no problem with those, but he's just not there yet. And I don't know what it is, but now this run is, you know, you've got Norwich and Brighton next, and then you've got Leicester Liverpool, which I've already said you can target Leicester, but I don't know. Like I'm not rushing to get Kane in right now. The player yeah. you're <laughs> going to be rushing to get in is called, uh, he's got the number seven on his back. So, yeah. True, um, true. Yeah. I just, I just don't quite know what's, what the deal is, but like similar say, to the other number seven, the man United number seven. Oh yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the striker. Oh, that's what you mean. I thought I thought you meant Son, but you got it already. I, okay, thought you were playing with yeah. So the two <laughs> sevens, one from London and one from Manchester. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I I agree. I, I might think... I might do that after after the weekend. I think I'm just gonna hold on to Kane for the Norwich game. Yeah, I'm not I... gonna captain him, but I'm not that's crazy uh, but then then I'm probably going to Ronaldo mostly because there, there are not many choices in, in the attack No, exactly. I was thinking of, of uh, Watkins or Bamford if he was back but he's not so I'll have to wait I'll probably go to Ronaldo because there's no, no one else I don't think Son is the better pick than Kane just to be clear I, I'm lucky to have Son and uh, Kane has been looking deadly in these games and Kane will be able to score against any of the next 10, you know, in any of the next 10 fixtures. So I'm not saying sell Kane, but uh, if 
we ex- if we hope to have a good Man United with the run that Man United have got, yeah, that's the priority for me over True. um over Kane right now. And if you've got space then for Son in the midfield, uh, next to Salah, that's yeah, that's what I would go with personally. Um, what do you do for the next week? What's your plan? I've got two transfers and I'm going to make three, uh, because I want to get rid of Mbuemo. I want to get rid of Huang and I need to make those two players don't give me enough money to get Ronaldo. So I need to make one more transfer and it looks to be Adam Armstrong from Southampton because they don't have a great run of fixtures. And I think I'm just going to cut him out, cut Southampton out totally and go down to maybe a Gelhart, maybe go down to a 4.5 non-player, even though you've just told me that's a bad idea. Um, I'm only afraid of the Christmas period because I think we'll need the bench. That's why I'm working the other way around by putting players that will play. But you're right. You've got three very cheap players that you need to get rid of, which is difficult. Yeah. And I'm going to be bringing in the cheapest of the cheap players. So it's going to be, you know, not a Basuma because of AFCON, but maybe a Billy Gilmore or a 4.4, 4.5 midfielder and a 4.4 4.5 striker if possible and hopefully they're playing but yeah i just i don't know um because i've got cancello and if i go 4.4 4.5 that leaves me 0.7 in the bank which will let me do the upgrade from rafinha next week when Mm. rafinha leads start playing chelsea city arsenal And it will take him up to a Bernardo Silva or a Gundogan. And if I don't do that move, then I could transfer Tony, for example, up to a, I don't know, a Wilson. Tony can go up. So, yeah, that's the move I'm making. And that's what I'm Good. I did the Dennis move. And uh, I probably will do two more as well, taking a minus four. Uh, but I'm probably going for Timikas and for uh, Walker to Timikas so that uh-huh. I get money to upgrade Mbomo into, I was hoping to Bernardo Silva, but I don't think I'll have the money. I'll I'll see what I can do with the midfield yeah. because it doesn't look good. Yeah. Uh, but and and of course I will announce that on Twitter and in our group. So. Yeah. yeah. Just stay. Say, follow the the Twitter because that's where you're gonna find out all of that. Uh, all of our moves. Indeed. And uh, yeah. I think that leaves us with uh, the finale of Stay Safe. And stay tuned, of course. Of course, Thanks we made a short course. one just to make, to make it for, for tomorrow, for the deadline on Saturday. Exactly. Deadline Saturday at... I can't believe you've done this. 11, isn't it? 11, 11. Exactly. Good. Deadline, Saturday 11. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye. Radio.